and let's roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Let's roll out. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Food, Fitness, and Fun. And this is take two of this episode because we recorded this mofo already. You know what I'm saying? We got a little transparency with the viewers today. All right? And we recorded an awesome episode for y'all. It was like an hour and ten minutes. And now tech has destroyed it. So we're trying again. We're doing things a little differently. And hopefully this take two will come for you. Will come out for you. All right? And so... Now that you know what it is, let's talk about who it is and who I got with me today. Hey, Sensei Dre, Sensei of Fitness, a whole bunch of other things you never heard of. And being that we did this already, we probably make it more condensed, more concise, and just hit it, hit it, hit it. I like that. And I am he who eats. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) I am JD a.k.a. He Who Pods. And let's get right into it. So, even though I'm eating an apple, when y'all go see me eating throughout this pod, we are doing our sponsored by Classic Way. All right? We're going to take it back to the classics one time. And what's that? Good old PB&J. That's right, folks. Peanut butter and jelly. you probably singing this right now. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes... It's peanut butter jelly time. You know what I'm saying? And so I went for a long run, came back, and was like, man, I am hungry. And after my 11-mile run, I said, what am I going to eat? And my body just said, you know, let's go to the classics. Let's go to something that it just feels like home. And so I did. And I had tree peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Y'all know how we do if you're watching. It'll be on the screen for y'all. But you've seen peanut butter and jelly mad times in life before. Excuse me. All right? So that's the sponsored by. We're taking it all the way back to when I was littler and would just enjoy a good old peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right? Nothing special. Y'all see it. Wheat bread, peanut butter, jelly. That's it. Classics. Can't go wrong with the classics, bro. Can't go wrong with the classics. And if you're a person like Jay who, you know, you, you do a lot of cardio or you don't have to do a lot of it, but it's a good way to, to what they call carb load. You know what I'm saying? Get a good good amount of carbs in you. If you're going to do like big runs or, you know, a lot of cardio or whatever your cardio session is, you know, sometimes you could do an hour or something like that. You know, PB&J is a good way to kind of replenish and, and, and get that glycogen back into your system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, it's a, a lot of runners. You know, runners do, um, they may not necessarily do the jelly, but runners definitely hit their peanut butter sandwiches a lot of times. You know? Yeah, they do all type of like peanut butter dips and spreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. all kind of weird jam on there. Right. You know? or, right. or just the peanut butter and on it, you know, on a bagel or something, you know, something yep. just to get, you know, get those carbs because carbs, your body uses those quick. You know, and that could really, and it's also good for, um, you know, if you're a person that, you know, does weights, you know, I like to always have my carbs around any time that I'm working out, either in the beginning or the end or both, just to sort of like replenish because when I have carbs, I can push harder, you know, and not get so depleted so quickly. So great, great choice around your workouts. 
not a great choice if you're having six or seven of them and you're just sitting around watching TV. <laughs> just eating the whole loaf of bread. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Just That's peanut butter and jelly in movies in the couch. Nah. Right. It's like, I'm going to watch Oppenheimer and eat half the bread today. Yeah, right. Exactly. Nah. You know. Not the best choice. But the other thing is, real quick before we move on, I think people sleep on peanut butter and jelly today. Because you can actually do a lot of stuff with peanut butter and jelly. Even though peanut butter and jelly is the classics, you could throw a banana in there. You could throw some granola in there. Peanut butter and jelly actually could be the base of some really dope stuff. And this is not a online cookbook recipe website but uh you know y'all can look up some stuff i've seen people do cool stuff and even me i've definitely thrown a banana in there a time or two yo you know it's really good if you take uh if you're into peanut butter or butters you get the actually fresh um peanut butter like the roasted one i know they have in like whole foods places like that where you with the like, oil press still that, in there you, you press the to, button you gotta turn it up you like turn it a little it's bit like, yourself yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's peanuts, and it's in a machine. It's all right. It's just peanuts. Press the button, put, and it goes into your own little jar, and that Ooh. stuff. Oh, it's ultra fresh, man. Whole Foods has it. You not have cheap. The Superfly Whole Foods. Oh man, not cheap, but yo, you don't <laughs> need a lot of it either. You know what I mean? They got the honey roasted peanut, so it's all peanuts. You press the button, it grinds and turns into a butter right there in your face. And it's so delicious. You get hooked right there to that in your real. face. And yeah, it's so yeah. delicious. Right there. <laughs> yeah, bruh. <laughs> and speaking it. of being delicious, it's almost October. Yep. And a lot of people want to look delicious for the new year. Oh, yeah. And we've got some annual advice for you. Take it away, Dre. Well, it's about that time. It's about that time. It's about that time to say, okay, how do you want to look for the new year? 2024 is coming in and don't make the same mistake you've done every year. Like a lot of people wait till it's super close. It's a month away and start talking about how you want to look and start making all kinds of, oh, I'm, you know, I want to be in shape. The time right now, the question to ask yourself is how do you want to look January 1st, 2024? And if you want to have some kind of a difference, you know, you, you probably can't get to your ultra body that you, you know, dream and fantasize about, but you can make some progress towards it in the next three months. So That's we right. got October, November, December, right? That's three solid months in three months. If you're consistent, you can make some really good changes and feel good about yourself come January 2024. And this is what we want to try to talk about a little bit yes. uh, during the show is what are some things you can do to get towards your goals now, not December, not even November. Right? I mean more. Because what's coming up right now, right? Halloween is coming about time this airs. We'll be close to the Halloween. And we got all the candies and the Reese's peanut butter cups and hanging Bonbons, out, juicy fruits, drinking and the beers and the alcohol and the parties and you know and I love a good party. Don't get me wrong. And by then it's coquito season. And then before you know it, well, you got yeah, it's coquito season because you got Thanksgiving, 
You got all the coquito coming in. You got all the pies and the cakes and all the food that come with it. All the uh, fatty, greasy foods. Then by the time December come, there's more coquito. There's more food. You know what I mean? And as I, you know, I said before, you know what? If you wait until like November, December to look a certain way by 2024, forget it. Just, just enjoy yourself. Just eat right. all the things you want to eat. You know, and in bodybuilding, people call it the dirty bulk, where it's like, yeah, I'm going to get bigger, <laughs> but I'm just going to like eat all the things I'm not supposed to, right? And then wait and bring it on down, Ooh. right? A lot of people sort of do that. Um, yeah, whatever you want to call it, but it's right. like if you just want to get fat for a little bit, if if this is your three months to be like, I don't care about anything. I'm just going to do what I want to do. I don't advise that. And I'll tell you why in a minute, but if that's what you want to do, fine, do that. Right. But if you really have a real goal for the new year, 2024, now's the time to actually start planning it. Tell you know them, what I'm son, if you break the law, and, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. But if you break the <laughs> law, remember, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Honestly, like, it's like, yo, on the real, like, if you really want to have that real goal for 2024, now's the time to actually start planning. You know what I'm saying? And this is what we're going to be talking about. What are some things you should be doing to make it happen, right? As you see, Jay's eating like fruits throughout the podcast, which is a great way to have your snacks. If you're a snacker, snack on real fruit rather than sugary stuff, right? Because all those fruits that he's eating is loaded with fiber and you only can eat but so much. As That's I, right. I said and, here before. And y'all missed the bowl of grapes. That was pre-pod. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. didn't see the bowl of grapes. No doubt. No doubt. But yeah, you know, it's like, yo, this is the this is this is the time. But I, I said, look, I don't recommend you just getting fat because it's New Year's or it's Christmas or it's Thanksgiving or it's Halloween. I don't recommend you doing that because if you do, it's going to take way longer to lose that than you think, you know? And so, you know, people have their cheat meals. And if you want to like maybe do one or two throughout the week, fine, but don't lose it. You know what I mean? Don't just be like, I give up Interman's cakes, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tootsie Rolls and shit. This holiday season is sponsored by Coquito. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, next one we definitely gotta do that. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't recommend. I don't. I don't. I don't remember you just like letting go and just being like, "Oh, okay, I'll wait till the new year." Because some people do that too, right? I'm gonna wait till the new year, then I'll get in shape. And so you put on an extra 10, 15, 20 pounds that you could have like not had. If you just would have been like, I'm going to refrain from that. You know, I'm not going to wild out with the candy. I'm not going right. to wild out during Thanksgiving. And I'm definitely not wilding out for Christmas right. dinners. You but, know? but for those people who want to stay on point, and for those people who want to look good on January 1, what should I do, Dre? Tell me. Oh, it's a bunch of things you should do. So here, these, these are some of the hacks that we have. So let's, let's go through the first one. You have to move more. It's no secret. You got to move your body more. You got to give your body a reason to burn more calories. If all you do is just sit around and I don't even, I'm not even saying the gym, 
right? That's a hope. We'll, we'll go into that in a bit. But just move your body more. Find ways to move your body more. As I always say, you got a car and you go to, to these parking lots, you know, you drive from here to there. All the spaces in the back, you need to see that as those your personal spaces. Those are your that's VIP become your spaces. Favorite. That's got to become your, that's how you do. You always park back there, you know? What's that's going to do? That's going to get more steps in. The more steps you do throughout the day, the more calories you just have to burn. You know what I mean? So find these little ways to have more movement. Go for walks, you know? Hey, you get off at a train station. How about getting off one stop away? Get off two stops away. You know, it might be a really nice day outside. Say, hey, you know what? I'm going to get off a couple of stops away just to get some steps in. We're comfortable shoes. You know what I'm saying? The more steps you get in, you're going to start seeing your body has to use and utilize that weight. The second thing I would see is, obviously, if we say move more, what's the next thing? You got to eat less. You got to find ways to eat less. If you're a snacker, you snack throughout the day, you just graze. You know, it's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. (laughs) All that adds up. Right. All that adds up. Every calorie adds up. And you don't sure. realize that you're eating an additional 1,500, 2,000 calories on, on top of whatever your dinner is. Yep. So what I recommend is just have good food. You wake up in the morning, you want to have breakfast? Have a solid breakfast. Not one of these bullshits. Oh, I'm just going to grab this quick thing and go. Well, now you going to be hungry all day. You're better off just sitting down, having a good breakfast, a whole breakfast that fills you up, lasts you for about two or three hours. You know what I'm saying? If you eat every two to three hours and no snacks in between, you're going to find yourself losing weight because you're not eating as much. The way the way you lose weight is very simple. It's all about hormones and the hormone I'm talking about is insulin. Every time you eat, you raise insulin. If insulin is high, there's no way that you're going to burn fat. The insulin has to go low. Once the insulin is low in your body, now your body can start burning things up. But if you keep eating all day, grazing, grazing, insulin is staying high. It's constantly staying high. It's like you constantly putting gas in your car, you know? So you just got to find ways to like stop eating so much. Only eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now here's a small hack to that. If you can find it, some way to skip one of those meals. So let's say you eat your breakfast, you go to work, you usually have lunch when you go to work. If you can, if you're not super hungry or whatever, but give it a try, skip lunch, just skip it and go have dinner when you get home. You're gonna find yourself losing more weight. Why? Because you're eating less, especially if you're moving more, Right. you're eating less, you're gonna lose that fat. Um, I'm gonna let Jay say some things. Then we're gonna talk about how about how we how we can build muscle. Go ahead. Cool. All right. So that was good. But don't forget this thing right here. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that's the hardest for me. You gotta get sleep. For a long time, this was my bad. This was my struggle. I would sleep four or five hours and be like, man, I can't. I just can't. Can't do it. I ain't got no energy. And so now I've realized how important sleep is. And I've discussed that here before. You have to get good sleep because you're burning more. And a lot of us feel like, well, I want to stay up later. If I stay up longer, I could do more stuff. And that's true. But remember that your body heals 
When? When you're sleeping. Yeah. That's when yeah. your body goes in and starts rebuilding. Oh, let's move this over here. Um, all right, yeah, we could put this bowl over there. Oh, yeah, matter of fact, put this over there. That's when the body starts doing those things. The next thing is eating better. Eating better. Not the Uber Eats. Not the Taco Bell that's so tasty. Not the KFC crunchy chicken. Eating better. And if you could really do it, eating at home. And that is the challenge for people who are on the go. I know. I know. I'm on the go too. But if you're eating better, you're going to see better results. Dre always says, garbage in. Garbage out. Garbage out. And so out. if you're eating lots of junk, it's going to be harder for you to have energy. It's going to be harder in those moments when you have to dig deep. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When, you, when you're hitting the machine and you're like, ooh, I got two more, but I don't know if I got the energy for it. Well, that's where that energy is coming from, right? And so the tasty dominoes, you know what I'm saying? That diner up the street you like, all of that stuff is actually hindering you and not helping you so you want right. to try to eat better not just eating the three meals but eating better and y'all saw me here busting it down replace your snacks because a lot of us like to snack including me replace your snacks with better things right get you some fruits get you some vegetables you can have you can have mad carrots right now and be chilling but you don't want a carrot. You want a fudge brownie. And I want a fudge right. brownie too. It tastes delicious. But not when you have goals. And so that's the thing you have to remind yourself. When you want that fudge brownie, say, actually, I'm going to have me a bowl of grapes instead. I still get that sweetness that I want. But it's natural sugar, one. And two, it's going to keep my waistline looking fine. You know what I'm saying? Right. Talk to him, Dre. How we build muscle. Yeah, so, you know. Um, so me talking about, you know, you want to lose weight, you want to lose fat, especially this goes for a lot of women. Uh, they focus so much on cardio. Oh, I'm fat. I gotta, I gotta move. I gotta move. I gotta move. And it's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you also want to build muscle and here's why. Why? Tell you me want, why. You want, you want to build muscle because muscle is a greedy mofo. You know oh. what I mean? Muscle wants all the calories. You know what I'm saying? So when you work out, what you're doing, right? We all know this. You're tearing down. You're actually tearing and ripping and breaking down muscle. And once you stop, especially when you're sleeping, your body goes into crazy repair mode. And it needs to use the calories that you ate as building blocks to repair the muscle. So it's going in and it's like, I need this. I need this. Before anybody else gets it, I'm it's just bullying all the nutrients that's in your body is just taking it. And so when you build muscle, you can see yourself actually losing weight a lot faster than just cardio alone, you know, because you're putting a stress on the body and your body has to repair that with the building blocks it has in terms of the food you ate. So this only happens if you do what Jay said, and that is actually what he's saying is eat real food. So if you eat only just like, package stuff, things you pull off a shelf. No. When I say real food, I'm going to be very simple. Things that can actually spoil, right? 
Like you can't keep this out for long. You can't hold on for it. Things that come in a package, you can keep that up there for a year, year and a half. Well, you know, that's not what we're talking about. That's some processed garbage. I'm talking about things that'll spoil you. So meats, fish, eggs, you know, things like that. Even cheeses, things that will spoil. Real cheese, not fresh that imitation. Produce. Yeah, fresh produce, right. Your fruits. Th that if you leave it there, it's going to spoil. So that's the way I see real whole food is that it's something that is actually real food. It'll spoil you if you don't eat it right away, right? So that's the kind of food you should be eating. Get get your protein, you know, vegetables, all that stuff. So if you're doing that and you're building muscle, your, your body needs all those vitamins and minerals that's in that real fruit to rebuild your body, to rebuild those muscles. And it's going to shrink things right away. It's not going to sit and stay there on your stomach, right? When you just eat, you know, we've all done it. We just eat and we're not doing anything else. We're just eating. You notice food can just kind of sit there, right? But if you're exercising and your body needs this, once you sleep, you see stuff start going down real quick because your body is in repair mode. I need this. I need this. I need this, right? So that's the first thing. Make sure you have that healthy diet too give the fuel to rebuild the muscle. Then what you want to do is start, I'd say, honestly, three to five days a week. If you know, you're just getting started, you know, if you're just going to start, I think a good thing is to like, go to the gym one day, rest, go to the gym one day, rest, go to the gym one day, day on day off. That's a great way to kind of get started in this, you know, and Isolate muscles if you can, meaning have a, let's say, a, a chest day, a back day, and perhaps a leg day, you know, or if you could do chest and back on one day, you might do arms and shoulders the next day, you might do legs the other day like that. And on your um, so-called off days, you might want to do a little bit more cardio in that, but having starting off with a day on day off day on day off and tracking what you're doing right so you get in there first day you're doing chest let's say you can only do 50 pounds okay fine you come back in again you start you feeling yourself you think oh, maybe i could do a little maybe you're doing 55 pounds now or maybe you're sticking with 50 pounds but rather than just doing eight you went to nine rather than just doing 10 you went to 11. You know, always trying to go up just a little bit every time you get there. So you're actually, they used to call this like muscle confusion. I think that's a dumb term. I don't really use it. But what you're doing is you're putting more stress on the muscles. So your muscle doesn't um, doesn't adapt, but it's always struggling because there's a, a new challenge for it all the time. So if you could right. just keep turning it up just a little bit um, as you're going to get to, to the gym, you're going to um, lose weight faster by building that muscle. Yeah. yeah. So, so on me now? Yeah, go through. All right. A lot of people, they like to use the word fast. Yeah. Fast. Zoom, 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 zoom. And I want to speak real quick about the people who want to go fast. If you want to go fast, you have to turn up whatever it is you're doing. If you're doing like Dre said and going to the gym three days a week, that's awesome. But if you want to go fast, 
you probably should be going four, five, maybe even six days a week, right? And also challenging yourself more, right? You say, man, but Jay, I've been going for 30-minute walks. Okay, great. Well, then go for one-hour walks, 45-minute walks, 90-minute walks, right? Only, the, this is the asterisk, I'm talking to the people who say, I want to do it fast, Right? It's not happening fast enough. I want fast results. All right? If you want fast results, then you got to do different things. Right? A lot of people walk. They try to get that 10K floor. Right? That's that's the, that's what they try to do. I'm trying to get these 10K steps in. Well, 10K right. have, would have to be your minimum if you're trying to go fast. I'm going to get 15K, 20K by doing things like what Dre said. Right? By parking further. By walking longer. By being active more. Right? These are things you want to do if you're trying to go fast. And in the words of the great MOP, you got to ante up, right? If you want to, mm. you want to go fast, well, then you got to level it up, right? Sierra got a song we all like, level up, level up, level up, level up. All right, well, then you got to level up. And if you want to go faster, that means less snacking, more activity, more days working out. Because you want to go fast, Right. And so instead of 10K, we're talking 15, 20K. Instead of a snack here and there, we're talking no snacks. Instead of a cheat meal once a week, we're talking a cheat meal once every two weeks or maybe once a month because you want to go fast. And so that's what I want to talk to. I want to talk real quick to the people who want to go faster and because a lot of us are not patient and we don't enjoy the journey. We're just thinking about that end goal. And if all you're thinking about is fitting that dress or putting on those jeans or I don't know, maybe getting a six pack or something. I don't know, fellas, putting an extra tight shirt on, whatever it is, that's fine. You know, knock yourself out. But if you're thinking about the word fast, you also need to be thinking about the word more, more working out, more consistency, more discipline. Those are the words you need to be thinking about in correlation with your fast mentality. So every time you think I want to go fast, you need to think about more. Fast and more need to be equal in your brain. Yeah. And uh you know, this is that that that's discipline and consistency is only going to happen if you have a plan. And so you have to plan. I find it best to try to plan those meals and plan those workouts. If you walk into the gym and you have absolutely no idea what you're going to do today, then nothing will really get done. You know, you got to know, okay, I'm focusing on this muscle today. I'm going to do between six to eight sets of whatever that is. Right. You know, I'm going to try to get eight to 10, you know, reps out. You know what I'm saying? You're not... You don't want to be walking around aimlessly, right? We 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 had a, a years ago we had some we had where you just just touching this, touching that, aimlessly right. walking around, not getting results. You right. need to focus in on what it what it is that you're trying to achieve that day, and and check this out. When you're done, be thinking about what I'm going to do tomorrow or what I'm going to do the next time I get in here. You right. Know, writing it down, not just in my head, but actually writing it down. You know, I'm going to do this when I come back. I'm going to do that when I come back. Knowing what you're doing and planning it out will get you way better results than just kind of shooting from the hip. Same thing goes with your diet. You know, go into your cupboard, 
when you get an opportunity, even maybe right now, right now while you're listening to this, right. pull out all the garbage in there. Just pull it out, get rid of it, throw it away, give it away, whatever you need to do. Know that, okay, if it's in your house, you're going to eat it. So absolutely, get rid of it. Get a shopping list together. First of all, let me let me let me stop myself. Get rid of it. Get something good to eat. Then go shopping. You don't want to go shopping when you're hungry. That's when you make horrible decisions. You go grocery shopping when you're hungry, son. You already know. You make bad fucking decisions. This, this, this. No, no. If you go in there with a nice full belly of a good meal you just had, now you're like, okay, let me make sure I get this lean chicken. Right. Yeah, let me get these lean cuts of beef. You know, let me get these the, this produce right here. Let me get these cucumbers right here. Let me get this and that. I'm gonna make this bomb salad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever it is, you feel like you are, you 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 need write out your diet to what you, what you feel like you you need. Then go shopping to get it. And like Jay said, consistency and discipline that'll get you there. Right. So plan, plan, and it's, and it's not a plan if you don't write it down. If if you don't write it down, it's good intentions. It's mm-hmm. good ideas. It's good intentions and good ideas. A plan is written Talk somewhere. You know what I mean? You got these, apps. right? You got notes apps on there, right? If you can text your people for an hour, hour and a half, if you can go on Instagram and you can go on X now and make commentary about what so-and-so <laughs> said. You can't believe this and that. You could take 20 minutes out and right. plan what you're going to eat. And then you could take another 15, 10 minutes and plan what you're going to um, accomplish when you get to the gym. Absolutely. You know? Well and said. Then when you, and when you're done, like I'm saying, reassess, go back in there and realize, oh, you know what? I realized next time I come back, rather than me doing 10, I think I could do 15. Rather than me doing 15, I'm going to try to do 20. Yeah, reassess and change up your plan for the next time you come. Keep that log. Keep it in your phone, you know? And voila, give it two, three months, you're going to see a difference, Jake. Right, and that that was a key point before we move on. Time is relative. You can't expect to go to the gym three days a week for 30 days and have an Instagram transformation Tuesday kind of deal. (laughs) It's not, right. it just doesn't work that way. And so the last piece I want to say is if you're looking at this today, end of September, and saying, hey, I want to look like this on January 1st, well, you need to think about what that looks like and how realistic it is. Let me say it again. You need to think about what that is and how realistic it is. Why? A lot of times people set these ginormous goals. And there's nothing wrong with a ginormous goal, but it's something you're going to do in the long term, right? I can't say, hey, I've been running for a few months. Uh, I think I'm going to go run an ultra marathon on Tuesday. No, no, you can't just get up and run an ultra marathon on Tuesday. That's a great way to fuck yourself up. What you want to do is set realistic goals. I always use the example of the six pack. A lot of dudes be like, man, I want the six pack. Me included. I'd love a six pack. I'm not going to get the six pack doing 200 setups a day for a week. It's not, it's not how it works. It's just not, it's just not realistic. You need to set realistic goals. 
that's how you will attain the goals. It needs to be yeah. something within reach. And let me be clear. I'm not saying you can't set the big goal. You want to run a marathon? You want to run an ultra marathon? Absolutely attainable in a year, in two years, not in 60 days. Right. You want to lose five dress sizes? You want to go down five uh, jean sizes? Men, we like to get the bag. We, we get excited when our shirt is nice and baggy, right? Okay, well, you're not going to go from a large fella's to a small in 60 days. It's not going to happen. You're not going to be wearing mediums in 60 days. I'm sorry. You have to set an attainable goal. And so figure out what is realistic for your budget, for your time, and for yes, your energy level slash output. Because if you right. know, hey, it's really hard for me to get to the gym five days a week, I hear you, Jay. But I'm gonna have to do with the three day. I'm gonna have to go with the three days that Dre said. Okay, listen, that's okay. Then get there three days a week and do what you got to do. But realize that three days a week is not gonna give you two dress sizes down in ninety days. It's not no gonna doubt. happen. So you need to be realistic about your goals. That's the last thing I wanted to say. Now, my last thing is let's let, let's talk personal for a second right things that have worked for me maybe have worked for you i'll be honest with you if you part of that club where you like i want it as fast as possible but the safest way as possible right you can go crazy ultra fast but you might die at the end of it you might you so just might i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk that route what i'm talking about is as fast as possible safely right um the best tool that i ever used to lose weight really fast has been fasting, whether it's intermittent fasting, there's all kinds of different labels of fasting. Right. But that has been for me personally, the fastest way that I've seen like fat come off like that, you know? So if you're that type of person that you have that discipline, like the discipline conversation, you're like, I wish they hair, but I, with that, because I don't need that. I got that. Already. Right. right. Okay. You know, there are some there are some people who are built like that. You know, some people are like, listen, you tell me once, that's it. You ain't right. gotta tell me twice. I dig you if you like that. If you're that type of person, you don't you don't have to worry about consistency because once you say it, it's done and it's done every day, then I'm gonna tell you fasting might be the way for you. You know, and so there's very different ways you could do fasting. I would say, like I said earlier, just try taking out one meal. Let's see how you feel. Okay. As time goes on. And when I say time goes on, let's give it a, let's give it two weeks to a month. All right. You realize, hey, taking out the one meal, man, that's easy. I don't even miss lunch. It's, it's nothing. All right. Yeah. Now you might want to go a little bit um, on the wilder side and go with one meal a day. What, what they call OMAD. Right. If, if you try OMAD, it does work. And let me tell you, I've done it and got the weight off really, really quick. But. It wasn't easy. The weight came off fast, but it wasn't easy. Not so at all. A lot of discipline, a lot of like trying trails and tribulations. Like, okay, I had to figure out, you know what? For me, what worked for me was I can go without breakfast. I can go without lunch, but I got to start getting some food in about five, six o'clock. Okay, right. so five, six o'clock for me was the time where I need to eat now or something's going to go crazy. Right. But I'd have my window, my eating window, 
for about an hour, eat whatever it is that I felt like I wanted to eat. By eight o'clock, nine, I turn that off. I said, I'm done eating for the day. And I do the same thing every day. Wake up in the morning, have lots of water, have lots of no calorie stuff. Water, I did the whole apple cider vinegar thing. I mixed all kinds of things in. I won't really go into all that right now. But utilizing one meal a day, even Terry Crews uh, likes this diet where you just one meal a day, whatever it is that you want to do, and then eat later at night, that worked for me. Some people go the other way. I've seen a lot of women, it's better for them to have breakfast. I've noticed they can have the big breakfast that will fuel them and then they don't have to eat for the day and they don't have to eat for the rest of the day. They're like, not hungry, not hungry. And then when they start getting hungry, they'll do what I did in the morning, lots of water, apple cider vinegars, et cetera, et cetera. They might take some melatonin, help them go to sleep and they just fall asleep, you know? And then they wake up in the morning, ravishing hungry, big breakfast, and that worked for them. So if we want to talk hacks and, you know, losing fat as quickly as you can safely, I'm going to recommend fasting and finding the fasting things that work for you. Fasting is very simple. People make it more complicated than it is. It's just removing food throughout the (laughs) day, you know? And so some people, your fast might be, Intermittent fasting, where it's like you wake up in the morning, you don't eat for four or five hours. So remember, I said every two or three hours, right? But you might you might be able to stretch it. You might be, uh, I don't really get hungry until like five or six. Then you eat then. Then you might be good for another five or six hours. You eat then. Right. Then, boom, before you know it, you know, 12, 13 hours went by, you're good. So that could be another way of doing fasting. But if, we could, if we're talking to, yo, I want to get this done. I'm serious about 2024. I want to look very different than I do now. Give fasting a try, but do it safely. That's right. No, that was great. And uh, just be careful with fasting. Some people want to do a lot of things with no fuel. And you have to learn your limits and know what can you really do based on your health, based on your time, and based on your energy levels right you can't eat one meal a day and say i'm gonna work out for seven hours a day nah kids nah it's not gonna work so i love fasting i also have done omad i'm I'm trying very hard to stick to my intermittent fasting now even with running um it is more challenging and so i have to be realistic too yeah i just saw me busting down basically a fruit salad well, I am not <laughs> following my intermittent fasting right now. And so you have to realize that your, your, the level of energy you're burning is going to require you to re-up on fuel. And so I'm not against fasting. I love fasting. But just be realistic about how you're doing things. Because you don't want to say, I'm going to go do four hours in the gym on the weights. And then I'm going to go for a one-hour run on no fuel. It's, it's very dangerous. You can hurt yourself. Yeah. So just, I just want to say, please be careful. Uh, with the fasting, okay? All now right. let's move on to our fun topic so we could, we could wrap this up. <clears throat> you know, uh, I know Barbie's all the rage, but we have a guy who we're big fans of, and his name is Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Christopher Nolan put out an awesome film called Oppenheimer. And I've seen Oppenheimer twice. I reviewed it on my entertainment podcast let's have a real conversation but we didn't talk about it here and i know we we love nolan and yes. uh 
I figured maybe we could have a little bit of a chat about Oppie, as they called him throughout the film. And so I'll spark it if you don't mind. Um, you know, I saw it twice. I think it's a great film. Um, as a Nolan fan, one of the things I appreciated is um, I kind of saw all the tools he's developed over time. It was like he was pulling everything out of his utility belt. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, something from Memento? Okay, cool. Something from Inception? Okay, cool. Oh, this one piece from Batman? Okay, cool. Uh, uh, blow your mind like prestige? Got it. Okay. <clears throat> and so what I enjoyed was I saw components of all of the films, right? I've seen almost every Nolan film, except for some short film that I can't find any, anywhere. It's his first ever film. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen all his films, and, and I'm a big fan of him. I own most of them. And so I saw, like I said, I saw he incorporated something he might have done in Memento. Uh, the way they tell the story at one point is very similar to Inception, one of my favorites. And I said, man, this guy has come so far. Look at him just easily using all of the things that he's developed over, I don't know, 20 years or however long he's been making films. Yes, the writing was great. Yes, the acting was great. But right now I'm just speaking from the director's piece. And so it was beautiful to see one of my favorite directors use all of these things that we've watched him develop. Um, so that's the first thing I want to say. Second thing I want to say is I know a lot of people are upset it's three hours. I usually complain all the time that movies do not need to be three hours. I say it on all my podcasts. But this time I feel like it did need to be three hours. I felt like really there weren't many moments wasted. I don't feel like any moments were wasted. I saw it twice and I enjoyed it and I felt like everything they did kind of led you to the next point. You know what I'm saying? It kind of just brought you to the next piece. Uh, and so everything was vital. And I think the way they did it was just beautifully orchestrated. Um, and, and I'm very surprised there was a sex scene. And he said in interviews, it was vital to tell the story. And I can't be mad at him. He kind of was. It kind of was. <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think what else real quick. Um... Oh, man, and, you know, storytelling is always beautiful. Uh, you know, Cillian Murphy, who's usually a support role, we saw him just come in and, and conquer. You know what I'm saying? And and actually, we kind of saw a swap. We usually see Robert Downey Jr. as this big leading guy. And uh, he came and said, listen, motherfuckers, I ain't just Iron Man. You feel what I'm saying? I know y'all used to seeing Iron Man, but this ain't Tony Stark's, baby. And, and man... Robert Downey Jr., I think, is definitely going to be nominated for Best Supporting Role. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Cillian Murphy isn't nominated for uh, Best Actor this year. And so, um, just a great film. Uh, I don't have too many silly things to say. I know this is our fun, quote-unquote, section of the pod. Uh, but for me, it was just enjoyable. For me, that's how... <clears throat> Give me some water. For me, that's how this was fun. This was just enjoyable. Um, and man, I, I loved it. It was it was really fun for me as a Nolan fan. And so I said, I got to come to the pod and see what my fellow Nolan fan feels about it. So go ahead, talk to me. No no, no doubt, man. I'm definitely a big Nolan fan. I pretty much like everything he did. Uh, we won't talk Tenet because I don't know what was going on there. The Tenet was son. But 
All right, he knew he had to make up for that because that was horrible. Uh, I mean, sometimes directors, they get so big, they say, I'm going to make a film that nobody understands. Say, okay. <laughs> yeah, he likes doing that. <laughs> right. I say, okay, you, it, mission accomplished because I don't right. get it. Right. But what I do like about him is in terms of, like you said, storytelling. And, and for me, this was really refreshing because it wasn't a superhero and it wasn't what what's going on right now. Play, play, kids, bullshit. You know what I mean? It was like, no, no, no. Let's just tell a story. And it happened to be a true story, which is always even harder yep. because, you know, you could take a fictional story and just make it anything you want. But when it's a true story, you want to bring some limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to bring drama. And then there's always a group of people who are just like, that didn't happen. Well, it happened, but it didn't happen that way. And, it, you know, and sometimes people mix up a story that's a, a, a movie that's based on a true story and a documentary. You know, right. It's like it's not a documentary. Right. I'm basing this off of facts that happened and I'm gonna tell this story. So for me, I really enjoyed that. Now, in terms of cons, I'd say it was two cons. One, yes, for me it was too long. I felt like, okay. yo, how come I didn't do like a part two or part three? But I get why it was long, because you had to see his this character's um uh, three different phases of his life. You know, how he started, the middle, and then how you're kind of like ending off. And and, I, and um, I understood that in terms of like, right. I got to really tell this story. Yeah. The other con, it's just like, yo, where was Christian Bale? You had every other white <laughs> dude in there. <laughs> you, could, you could grab Christian Bale. You know, that's how dude. You know what I mean? Like, yo, come on, man. You playing <laughs> games out here? You could find Christian Bale something, something. Every other white dude was in this thing except for Bale. I I don't know. I don't know. I need to be in the room with Bale and him and be like, yo, I take that personal. I don't I don't understand what's happening. You know what I'm saying? No, it's true. It's funny because another podcast, I won't say the name of the podcast, but another podcast, the host said, Hey, listen, one thing that shocked me about Oppenheimer was every white actor was in this movie. If you didn't right. get a call about being in this movie, your career might be over as a white dude. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I know Bale is like, yeah, what I do? You, I, right. mean, I've, I've been, I've been I mean, I've been working all this. What did I do? You mean, you can't find no, like, the dude right. that just opens the door or something like, <laughs> you know. You know. Right. And, might, and it might have been like, Let's probably not give it to Bell because Bell likes to like steal shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're supposed to be in a supporting role, and then all of a sudden you just steal the whole it. role, right? Yeah, you just steal the whole thing. Everybody's focused on you. They ain't even thinking about the main character no more. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm joking with that. Like obviously, you know, Bale is a fucking tremendous actor. That's my dude. Right. But um, I did find it kind of curious that, like you said, it was very good actors in there. Like everybody signed up to be in that and to the smallest role, played it incredibly well. And uh, knowing that him and Bale have such a great relationship, I was a little taken by like, oh, Bale is not in there, you know? I mean, I know it's not Bale's movie, but I'm like, well, if everybody else is in there, I'm like, Bale's gonna come here and say, yeah, be a professor or something. You know, right. one of those dudes that's like working with him and get upset and angry and have a little fight or something, whatever, I don't know. But, um, you know, yeah, you're right. I was happy to see, uh, you said Selen Murphy is his name. Uh, yeah, I was happy to see him 
He's been doing his thing for a really, really long time. Every supporting role that he you could think of, bad guy, good guy. Right. But he never had that opportunity to be like the main star. Right. And, um, you know, Bale has always been telling him, I'm waiting for the right project to put you there. Like, Nolan, you're my Nolan. dude. I mean, sorry, you're right. Nolan was always waiting for that right project, you know, to say, okay, look, you're my dude. You obviously can, can do your thing. I'm going to put you in things wherever I can but I need that right project that fits you. And this came across this table and he was like, yeah, this is you, this is it. So bring it. And um, he wasn't afraid to bring it. You know, he nah. did a tremendous job um, in this movie, incredibly vulnerable throughout his performance. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, man, I, I, I recommend seeing it. For me, I can't wait till it comes on the streaming services um, because it is yeah. very long. So I would like to see it in like the comforts of my home. I can pause it. I can, you know, rewind it a little bit. I can see some of the little things. I like to pick up things in the background, like what's going on there. Right. So I know once I see it, once it starts streaming, which probably won't be for some time because it's still doing really well. Still doing well. <laughs> right. But once that stops and the streaming services pick it up, uh, yeah, I would love to just like, watch this thing again and maybe like maybe we'll talk about it again in terms of like what you see now you know because i know once you saw it the second time you've probably seen some other things you didn't see the first oh, yeah. time and, and listen me too i also want to watch it at least one more time because you know me i like to sit down and be like what he said right there hold on no let doubt. me write that down i might and, quote and, that one day you know what i'm saying yeah and nolan knows that that's why his movies do so well because they not only do well in the box office but they do well once they get, you know, on streaming services or DVDs or whatever, because every time you watch it, you pick up something more. It's like, yo, how did I miss this? Yeah. I didn't he's great this at that. Times. He's so good at that. Just like putting these little things in there, something an actor might say, a, a, a figurine in the back or some small thing that you think is a small thing until you watch it a few times. You notice, oh, I noticed right. the actor looked over at this thing really quickly before he said that. And, right. you know, his, his movies just keep, you know, unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. Five, it'll, be, it'll be five, six years in and you still be like, oh, I see it. I, I see now what's really going. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? So right. I, I, I only could really do that at home in my comforts where I can really just like deep dive into this yeah. thing, you know, intellectually, you know what I'm saying? So I I'm really look forward to that. Yeah. Same. All right. No, that's it for me. I don't really have any cons on the movie. Um, I mean, I know people don't like that it's three hours, but I, I thought it should have been. I thought for once, a movie actually actually fit what it set out to do. So I was very pleased with the movie. I'll, I'll definitely be watching it again. And that's it. I'm, I'm ready to roll out if you're ready. Let's roll, baby. All right. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching, listening. And, uh, you know, Sorry, this one's late, but we did do a first time. This is going to be take two, as you know. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back real soon. And uh, get those January 1 goals started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully, we don't have to do a take three. But um, <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> if y'all see a take three, we're not, we not going to look so happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, bro. But, uh, yeah, y'all stay strong. Catch up to me on Instagram, Sensei Drainus, and uh, you can always like contact me if you have any questions. And by the way, we said this last time we didn't get anybody, but yo, if y'all have any questions about anything related to 
this show, fitness and food and fun in that in that particular order. Yo, hit us up. We'd love to answer a couple of questions from some listeners. Until then, 